Hello and welcome back to Titillating Tuesday, a small segment of my podcast, Psych in the City, where I discuss titillating things that are going on in the world, titillating things that I'm reading and doing and what have you. I'm still trying to figure out the format for Titillating Tuesday. Some days it'll be a post or it'll be a blog post once I get that up and running. Other days it'll be a small little podcast episode. But in usual me style, I originally, when I started the podcast, I was like, I'm going to put out eight episodes a week. And then the minute that I'm done on Monday with editing the first episode for the week, then I'm like, can't even bear to do Titillating Tuesday. So, but I'm figuring it out and I'm working on it and, you know. So I hope the podcast in and of itself is keeping you titillated enough for the week Uh, because a lot of this stuff is a lot more time consuming than I predicted as usual. And yeah, I'm working on my website. I'm going to release it soon. Uh, It'll have a bunch of resources. It'll have some of my writing, which I've been avoiding sharing for about 15 years. So that's really exciting. It's overwhelming too. So today I want to talk about love and more specifically a theory of love. I don't, I didn't know about this theory until I started to research it. I saw about it somewhere and I had never heard of it before. So, and I've actually never heard anyone talk about it before. Maybe I'm just hanging out in the wrong circles. I don't know. But this theory that I want to talk about is the triangular theory of love developed by Robert Sternberg. Robert Sternberg was a Cornell professor, and he is a former member of the psychology department at Yale University. He spent a lot of his time throughout his career researching in the fields of creativity, leadership, thinking styles, love and hate, and intelligence. I thought the hate part was interesting. So at its simplest, the triangular theory of love is a theory of love in the context of interpersonal relationships. So interpersonal relationships can vary in their degree of intimacy or how long they are or just there are a ton of dimensions, but an interpersonal relationship is an association or connection between two or more people. So Sternberg developed this theory in 1988, and he suggests that there are three main components of love passion, intimacy, and commitment. And the love in these relationships can vary depending on the presence or absence of each of these components. Passion refers to the intense physical attraction partners feel towards one another. Intimacy involves the ability to share feelings, personal thoughts, and psychological closeness with the other. Commitment is the conscious decision to stay together. Again, this is all according to Sternberg's triangle of love theory. So passion is often found in the early stages of a relationship, but intimacy can take more time to develop because it is based on knowledge of the partner. Once intimacy has been established, partners may resolve to stay in the relationship based on the knowledge that they've gained. So although many would agree that all components are important to a relationship, many relationships do not consist of all three. So as we discuss this theory, I'm going to go with what Sternberg defined these words as. So with intimacy, he says this refers to the feelings of closeness, connectedness, and bondedness in a relationship. 
Passion refers to the drives that lead to romance. So physical attraction, sexual activity, and decision and commitment means different things in the short and long term. In the short term, it refers to the decision that one loves a certain other. And in the long term, it refers to one's commitment to maintain that love. So Triangle of Love, Sternberg, Robert Sternberg, 1988, three components, passion, intimacy, and commitment. Okay, so you're probably like, cool, why are you telling me this? This seems really obvious. So why am I telling you this? So a lot of other languages have multiple words for love. But in English, we really only have one word to address this range of feelings and experiences that we can have while we're falling in love, while we're falling out of love, while we're in love, while we're for all these different types of relationships that we have, which I just think is interesting, you know, because we say, I love my mom. I love my partner. I love my shoes, but they all mean completely different things. So with Sternberg's theory, he says that the different stages and types of love can be explained as different combinations of these three elements, intimacy, passion, commitment. So for example, the relative emphasis of each component changes over time as a a relationship develops. So based on the combination of these three elements and how they're combined, Sternberg pointed out seven different types of love or relationships. So I'll list the seven and then explain them all. So friendship or liking, there's intimacy, but not necessarily passion or commitment. Infatuation or limerence, there's passion. Empty love, there's just commitment. Romantic love, there's intimacy and passion. Companionate love, there's intimacy and commitment fatuitous love, there's passion, commitment, and consummate love, there's all three. Okay, so what does that mean? So liking. Liking in this case is not used in a trivial sense. Sternberg says that this intimate liking characterizes true friendships. You actually have to like the person in which a person feels a bondness, a warmth, and a closeness with one another, but not intense passion or long-term commitment. Infatuated love is often what is felt as love at first sight, but without the intimacy and the commitment components of love, infatuated love can and may disappear quite quickly. Empty love. Sometimes a stronger love deteriorates into empty love, in which the commitment remains, but the intimacy and passion have died. In cultures in which arranged marriages are common, relationships often begin as empty love. Romantic love. Romantic lovers are bonded emotionally, as in they started to like each other, and physically through passionate arousal. Companionate love is often found in long-term relationships in which the passion has gone out of the relationship, but a deep affection and commitment remain. Companionate love is generally a personal relation you build with somebody you share your life with, but maybe the sexual or physical desire has faded. It is stronger than friendship because of the extra element of commitment. The love ideally shared between family members is a form of companionate love, as is the love between deep friends or those who spend a lot of time together in any asexual but friendly relationship. Fatuitous love can be exemplified by a whirlwind courtship in which a commitment is motivated largely by passion without the stabilizing influence of intimacy. 
So if you move really quickly um, in a relationship, all of a sudden that would be maybe referred to as fatuitous love if you were Robert Sternberg in 1988. So there's a ton of passion. You're like, oh my God, let's get married. You know, you, you want, you're, you're starting to dream about your houses and all this kind of stuff. That would maybe be considered fatuitous love. So it's a kind of a whirlwind courtship. You move fast, you're fast and furious. Consummate love is the, what Sternberg says is the complete form of love representing the ideal relationship toward which many people strive, but which apparently few achieve. Sternberg cautions that maintaining a consummate love may be even harder than achieving it. He stresses the importance of translating the components of love into action. Without expression, he warns, even the greatest of loves can die. That's from a paper that he wrote in 1987. Consummate love may not be permanent. For example, if passion is lost over time, it may change into companionate love. The balance among Sternberg's three aspects of love is likely to shift throughout the course of a relationship. And that's pretty much his theory, is that these three components, they change and shift, ebb and flow over time, and different types of love are are formed. A strong dose of all three components found in consummate love, for many of us, typifies an ideal relationship. However, time alone does not cause intimacy, passion, and commitment to occur and grow. So it's not just one, it's not just time. It's not just the amount of time you spend together. It's not, there's more to that than for these three elements to develop. Knowing about these components of love can help couples avoid pitfalls in their relationship, work on the areas that need improvement, or help them recognize when it might be time for a relationship to come to an end. Again, all according to Sternberg. So in a nutshell, Sternberg's triangular theory of love is three components, commitment, intimacy, passion, and the combinations in which they work or don't work together and how they create seven different kinds of love experiences. So some criticism about this theory is that although Sternberg points out and predicts the stages of a person's love for another person, he never specifies a time or point in the relationship when the stages would evolve and come to fruition. That's probably because there is no specific action or moment where one type of love turns to another type of love. That's my personal theory. I mean, and More criticism is that he does not specify whether the different parts of love are dependent on duration of relationship or on the particular stage that relationship has reached, where people that have studied it have pointed out that the stage and duration of the relationship are probably important to determining what type of love a couple is in. There are no answers or there really can't be exact answers to these questions and concerns because each person, each couple, each relationship, each individual experiences these emotions and love essentially in a different way. And it's really hard to quantify these experiences to really know for sure. So a final little tidbit about this theory is that Robert Sternberg express that it's important to recognize that a relationship based on a single element is less likely to survive than one based on two or more. So closing remarks, triangular theory of love by Robert Sternberg 
talks about intimacy, passion, and commitment as three elements that are crucial and present in all types of relationships. And that combinations of intimacy, passion, passion, and commitment inevitably leads to different stages or types of love. And that these types of love can, again, be explained as different combinations of these three elements. So I hope this triangular theory of love really titillated you on this Tuesday evening. And it's important to keep in mind, whenever I read something, I try to approach it from this frame of mind that it's theory. And that's why it's cool. It's that it may apply to you, it may not apply to you. You may think it's real, you may not, and it's theory. And I hope it gave you something to think about. As always, follow me, Psych and the City BK on Instagram. Share and rate the podcast. Leave a review. Leave an amazing review. Leave a review like it's almost a novel. That's the type of review I would like you to leave. And I mean, if you feel that way about the podcast, which I hope you do. And follow me, email me, psychandthecitybk on Instagram and Gmail, psychandthecitybk at gmail.com for any requests, concerns, anything. Bye.